Welcome to the Restaurant Boss Podcast, where you can make more money, have more freedom, and actually start to enjoy owning your restaurant. If you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed, and just sick of the struggle, you've come to the right place. So here is your host, the Restaurant Boss himself, Ryan Bromfin. Have you ever been jealous about a competitor's restaurant who might have longer lines than you, or busier, or they're expanding faster than you are? We've all been there, and I'm going to address that right now. Hey, everybody. Ryan Gromfin here, author, speaker, chef, restaurateur, and the founder of TheRestaurantBoss.com, as well as ClickBacon.com. And I've got a really fun video topic for you this week. There's actually a user who submitted this question. How do you deal with jealousy or envy? It seems a competitor opened up a new restaurant just two years ago, and out of nowhere, he's opening up four more. How the fuck do you do that? I can't wrap my head around it. It makes me jealous. They have such crappy food and service, and yet they're opening up multiple restaurants. How do you deal with this? Well, it's a really great question, but there's really three questions in there. So the first question is, how does a restaurant that's only two years old open up four more restaurants? We're gonna get to that in a second. The second question is, how is this even happening when they have reviews that say their food and service is crappy? And then the third is, how do you deal with jealousy? Well, the first thing I wanna do is I wanna address jealousy. And whenever I feel jealous or whenever clients or customers or guests or whatever you wanna call the people that I work with, whenever I see that they're starting to feel jealous about something too, I ask a couple of questions. And the first question is, is what I'm jealous about real? Like, is what I'm jealous about is it is it real is it average is it normal or is it extraordinary because it's very possible that what you're jealous of is completely abnormal i mean there are always going to be companies or restaurant chains or anyone or anything who are the anomaly the outlier they just happen to open at the exact right moment at the exact right time and the exact right person happened to walk in and they exploded because of it you really shouldn't justifiably be jealous of that because that's just an anomaly. But if what you're jealous of or what you're comparing to makes you jealous, the question you have to ask then is, is it real? And if it is real, like if what they're doing is normal and average and, and expected and not completely like abnormal, like I just described, then I move to the second question. And the second question is basically, did I have a goal? Have I put the effort in where I can actually be feeling this emotion of jealousy? See, usually jealousy comes from, we believe that we should be somewhere at a certain point in time. We believe we should be further along in a life cycle. We believe we should be further along in a business cycle than where we are now, right? Like maybe you've had a restaurant for four years and you feel like you should have two or three locations by now. Uh, your competitors maybe have two or three locations and you're still at one, right? So you feel like you're behind on the business cycle, the growth cycle that you set. So then the question that I ask myself or I want you to ask yourself is, have you put in the work? Do you have a plan? Did you have a plan? Day one when you opened, you may have said to yourself like, oh, I dream of one day or it would be great one day or yeah, we're gonna have four locations in five years. But can you show me that plan? Can you show me in writing that plan? Can you show me your calendar? 
that shows all the sacrifices you made to get there? Can you show me the step-by-step daily actions you were taking to ensure that happened? Or is it just something you're talking about or you've talked about or you've dreamt about? Right? One of my favorite Tony Robbins quotes is something along the lines of, you know, show me your calendar and I'll predict your future. What he means by that is another one of his quotes is, if you talk about it, it's a dream. If you plan for it, it's a goal. If you schedule it, it's real. All right, so basically, like, is what you're jealous of, is it, is it even normal? And if it is normal, have you put in the work for that? If not, you really can't be feeling jealous. You got to just go back and, and get back to the drawing board and find out, you know, what could you have done different and what should you be doing different? Now, this brings up the other questions, which is, how is a restaurant that's only two years old expanding to four locations? Well, I can quickly tell you that because I'm working with a client right now whose restaurant is just barely a year old and they're gonna open up two more locations this year. How does that happen? Couple of things. One, maybe lightning in a bottle, right? Maybe the right place at the right time, but also something totally exciting, something totally unique, something totally different, something totally buzzworthy to the point where they didn't have the wherewithal to open up a second and third location but someone walked in who did and someone walked in who saw something different. They were a local business person, very successful, heard about the restaurant, ate there, and they were like, wow, I need to talk to the owners. There's something amazing here. So I often say, if you wanna get press, do something press worthy. You know, the only way you're gonna expand is if you've got something buzzworthy, something people are gonna talk about. Otherwise, it's just going to take a long time and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with putting together a long-term plan, stashing away the cash from the profits and, you know, making a very methodical slow growth. But these concepts that just go from like zero to 10 units instantly, they're either very well connected financially or they did something amazing, something buzzworthy. And the second thing is how is this happening when the reviews about their food and their service are crappy? Well, I also want to kind of address that one because a lot of times we say this. I, I talk to clients and customers all the time who say, our food's so much better. It's the best in town. Why aren't we busier? Guys, I hate to say it. Here's the thing. A lot of it doesn't have to do with your food. I mean, that's a given. Yeah, your food has to be great. And it's a given that your service has to be great. But sometimes it's more than that. Sometimes it's just a great location. Sometimes it's something exciting that's happening. There are plenty of restaurants and you can name them right now in your community that maybe have average food and maybe have average service, but they're killing it. Maybe it's the location. Maybe it's the the ambiance. Maybe it's the place to be seen, whatever it is. You know, you can't just rely on food. There's so much more to operating a restaurant than just food. And if you're one of those people that's sitting here saying, well, our food is better and our service is better. You got to start looking further than that. You got to look deeper into it and see why is that restaurant so busy and ours isn't and give yourself an honest assessment. I wish I could go deeper on this. I could talk about this topic for hours, but I really wanted to address that. And I think uh, my comments here hopefully are going to help you on your journey to becoming uh, a highly successful restaurant owner and operator. Uh, I look forward to bringing you more videos just like this one in the future. If you like this video, go ahead and smash that like button, leave a comment below, and we'll bring you another video just like this next week. Have a wonderful day. Hey, did you notice something in today's episode? Yep. 
No ads, no sponsors, just great training to help you make more money, have more freedom, and avoid the stress, struggle, and overwhelm many restaurant owners feel every day. How do I do it? How is it that you listen to all those other podcasts that have minutes and minutes worth of lame ads for underwear or other websites they're promoting? I don't judge them, but I choose to focus on you. I can only do this because you share my podcast with other folks who end up looking me up online, registering for my courses, and getting amazing results in their restaurants. It's because of you that I can self-fund this effort, and you know how hard it is to do all this. That's why I appreciate you so much. So if you like this podcast, ad-free and sponsor-free, do me a favor. Tell a friend in the restaurant business about this podcast and my website, therestaurantboss.com. It would sure help, and I would appreciate it. I'm sure our community would, too. Plus, if you could leave me a review on iTunes or post a comment about this episode on my website, that would be huge as well. Until next time, remember your success in the restaurant business is about your ability to create, manage, and master systems while developing your employees. Have a wonderful day. Thanks a lot for listening to the Restaurant Boss Podcast with your host, the restaurant boss himself, Ryan Gromfin. For more great content, free stuff to help you make more money and enjoy more freedom, visit therestaurantboss.com and click on podcast. Be sure to register on our email list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time. Bye.